Hey there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Texas Tales podcast, the show where we talk about Texas history and enjoy ourselves a cocktail or two. I'm Ryan. And this is Tracy. Why don't you pour yourself a drink and join us for what we're sure will be a stimulating, partially factual Tales About Texas. Thirtieth, yeah. You know what this week is? It's opening week for baseball. Oh, it's a good time. Yeah, opening days on I think Thursday. Thursday this week? Yeah. So it's coming up, right? It just feels different. What do you mean? Well, with COVID and all the other crap, but it's still I guess it's still baseball, right? Well, you got to think it's been. What, a year since we could actually go to a game? Yeah. I have one up to you, though, because I've already been to a college baseball game, which, i got to tell you, felt pretty great. I would imagine. Being out in the sunshine. You went out to Minute Maid? Yeah, went out to Minute Maid. Is it the Shriners? Yeah, the Shriners College Classic. I don't even know. Is it still Shriners? I don't know if it's... Yeah, it's still Shriners, but I don't know what the official name is now. So we had been going for years, and then... Like the team level for a year or two, I think, kind of dropped off. Was it pretty good teams? Yeah, they kept playing with it, right? Originally, I think it was it was like hometown teams. So yep. Rice and U of H were invited every year, and then they would bring in some Big Twelve teams to play them, which was great to kind of see UT or at the time it was A and M and right. Tech. Uh, and then they kind of tried to get away from that, and they stopped inviting U of H and Rice because they got a little too big for their britches. Uh. And so they had only Big 12 versus, like, SEC teams, yeah. right? Uh, but, yeah, this year they they got away from it again, I guess. they uh, the, the game that I saw that we went and saw, it was uh, Texas Tech versus Sam Houston. Was that a good game? Yeah, it was a good game. Two really good programs. Uh, Tech won. Uh, but, again, it was just nice to get out there and, and to watch the uh, watch the baseball out in the sun. All right, for them. us Texas folks. Mm-hmm. How are the Rangers going to be this year? In, no clue? Your guess is as good as mine, man. It's a shit show. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, I, I couldn't even tell you. I mean, the Astros are, it's a crap shit It's a too. shit show. Yeah. I mean, you don't know what, what to At least the Rangers. I mean. and They've got a beautiful ballpark now. Beautiful what, new ballpark. What is amazing to me is it was widely understood that the ballpark at Arlington was one of the best ballparks <laughs> in the country. It's called being spoiled. Yeah. It was the most gorgeous ballpark to sit in the infield and look at the outfield and see the whole palisade and all that stuff. It was gorgeous. It's an embarrassment of riches. And now they have a new, more beautiful ballpark. Yeah. So, again, it's supposed to be amazing. And from what I've seen only on TV, it looks like it's state-of-the-art. And, and you believe, from the Astro standpoint, this is the beginning of a long, long downward spiral. I, I can't tell. I... I want to say that uh, everything's going to be okay and that the Astros are going to continue to do well. I'm giving my favor away here. I'm obviously an Astros fan. <clears throat> but yeah, I um, I think that they are jumping ship and they're basically willing to... Sell out to get 
of good minor league programs and good picks. Restock, right? Restock and, and go through another five, ten year dry period. Years of torment. Yeah, it was brutal. Years of torment. Yeah. Just, but at the same time, you got to think, I mean, you've got to kind of wash off the stigma that was 2017, right? So yeah. it makes sense why you wouldn't necessarily keep the same players or, I mean, it's, I feel like they've got to kind of, and I and I do believe that Jim Crane feels the same way, where he wants to kind of rebrand. Yeah. And you have to basically start from scratch if you're going to rebrand. You can't have the same faces. Yeah, I agree. At least not the majority of the same faces. So I agree. We'll see what happens. So anyways, this I week, see. I feel like we're Debbie Downers. Yeah. <laughs> we need to pump this thing up this, a little bit. This week, because we are so excited that it's opening week for baseball, uh, it kind of, of inspired me to to dig down deep and to see where the 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 roots of baseball in Texas kind very, of very very timely subject for sure. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting because I knew that obviously baseball has been around for a long time. It's America's pastime, um, and you know I believe that it was pretty. It was it was. Gaining some roots and some legs in the 1840s, which mm-hmm. is crazy to think. So, but in Texas, it was more like the 1860s, which is right around the Civil War time period, right? So, it actually there was a Houston baseball club that was started um, around 1861. Okay, which is pretty cool yeah. to think that. I mean, that's that's a long time ago. Well, and like you remember back to the Indianola episode, yes, and we talked about Indianola having an East and West. Uh, baseball team. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right. That's the, that's about the time. And I was gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to my previous comment from that episode. It amazes me that people had the recreation time. <laughs> yeah. To be able to do. You think this they're just surviving and getting baseball. by? It's a hard life. I've yeah. always assumed it was. <laughs> it must not have been that hard. Right. Exactly. They had some leisure. So. Uh, you know that they were considered Nancys. Oh, sure. Right? Like, yeah. you're not going to work in the field. You're going to go do what? Yeah. Like, today that'd be like, Baseball? my son's going to go play a flute and travel yeah. the country. <laughs> I'm going to lose a whole day's worth of work because you're going to go play baseball? That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really bizarre to think. I mean, it's amazing, really. But I, you know, I uh, it sounds like it was acceptable. Okay. Within for some, some crowd. Sure, for some. Right, right. So what's amazing to me is I came across this article and it was talking about baseball in Texas around 1861 and, you know, it was still kind of a novel thing down here. Um, and then the war breaks out, obviously. And mm-hmm. so it kind of gets, sure it stops. Right? I mean, there's more, there's boys more are gone. things, right. But I came across this interesting story where it talks about there is... Um, a game being played, a baseball game being played, just like a pickup baseball game being played among Union soldiers in, oh, yeah. uh, let's see, I think it was Alexandria, Texas. Yeah, Alexandria, Texas. And a skirmish breaks out. <laughs> and the Union boys who are playing baseball start getting shot at by some Confederate soldiers. Oh, that's a great story. And so the guy who basically recounts this event says that uh, the outfielders were the ones that were basically at the most risk 
the left fielder and the right fielder were able to make it back to the <laughs> line. Getting picked off out in the, the outfield? The center fielder gets shot oh. and captured. And he said, but the saddest part about the day was that we lost the only baseball in Alexandria, Texas. <laughs> they couldn't play anymore. They couldn't play anymore. That was ball game. And it's not like you, you go down to the Yeah, you're not going to go to Academy and go pick, right, up and a, pick up a baseball. Hashtag Academy. Yeah. You're not going to go pick up our unwilling sponsor. Yeah. You're not going to go pick up a baseball. No, there are no sporting good stores. <laughs> yeah, and who knows how long it took them to get that baseball. Right. And what was it even made out of? And where did they bring it from? I mean... Uh, who knows? Right. I mean, that's that's a journey in and of itself. Is yeah, the baseball. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was pretty interesting, man. I I, um, I came across that story and I was just like, that's just such a a wild thought. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to think during the Civil War, those men, boys, were probably going to do anything they could take their mind off of what oh, was I'm happening. Sure they were happy and to, yeah. and I think baseball was probably prevalent enough where. Whether they're making up the rules or knew the rules, they were they were going to go out there and play. Man, I'm gonna tell you. Well, yeah, I'm sure they're they're probably playing pretty loose and fast. They're yep. just out there hitting the ball and catching yeah, the ball and all that. Uh, I got to tell you, I I feel like if I was one of those guys playing a pickup game of baseball, trying to have some type of normalcy in a day, uh, and then I start getting shot at, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. That's. I mean, first of all, my bat is a two by four. Okay, <laughs> right. like I don't have the best right. out here, right. and now you're gonna start shooting at and me. And we got one ball, and Johnny over here keeps fouling it off <laughs> right. twenty times. Yeah, you gotta go fetch it. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. So, you know, can I not just have one freaking day? And you know, by the way, hopefully Johnny was the center fielder, and he's the one that got shot and that's taken right. off. That's so right. maybe we can get some ball game playing here. <laughs> Yeah, so so really interesting. So obviously over the years since then, baseball kind of picks up and gains steam after the Civil War. Um, and to your point, I mean, they, they started having traveling teams, uh, which is really um, pretty amazing. Uh, and so there's another story where it talks about uh, there's a game being played um, at the uh, San Jacinto Battlegrounds. Mm. And it's a game between the Houston Stonewalls and the Galveston Robert E. Lees. Hmm. Yeah. I mean... Um, Still Civil War, obviously. Yeah, a little bit later on. Yeah. Uh, it's... Uh, this, this says about 1868. Yeah. Okay. Right? So, so it's, it's kind of coming yeah. to the end of the Civil War and more mm-hmm. like Reconstruction and, yep. and all those kinds of things. Um, but it actually... It, it mentions how, with Reconstruction, how you start to have... Um, people from the north, I guess, start yeah, to come down. Because the Union soldiers are down here helping yeah, during Reconstruction. Right, and so that helps to kind of proliferate baseball even more into numerous towns. Numerous towns, and I would also think you would have, you know, it's us versus them, mm-hmm. right? So you naturally have You naturally have some, and... le- some uh, natural competition, right? Mm-hmm. Some rivalries, I guess. Yeah, so, you know, really interesting how the Civil War kind of plays into the growth of baseball in the state of Texas. Yeah. Throughout the you know their uniforms era. were scratchy and itchy wool. as wool. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be heavy wool in Houston. In Houston. In we Galveston. already talked about the heat and the bugs. It's, it's Are brutal. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm good. Nothing fun about that. No, I'm good for sure. So from there, um, it talks about the Houston Ball Club, the, this club that was started back uh, just around the beginning of the Civil War. Uh, it ends up 
taking on several nicknames. So it was known as the Babies, the Red Stockings, the Mud Cats, mm-hmm. the Magnolias, the Wanderers. And then eventually it's, it settles on the Houston Buffaloes. Ah. And that stuck. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so actually, um, for those of you who may be familiar with the Houston area, uh, the Sugarland Skeeters mm-hmm. were an independent baseball team um, for about the last six or seven years, I suppose. Um, and then they just recently got uh, brought on by the Houston Astros, and they'll now be a AAA affiliate of oh. the Houston Astros. The Skeeters actually have quite a bit of uh, Houston buff memorabilia. Oh, do they really? was actually donated to them when they first opened. Is it like on display out there? Yeah, so they have some of the stuff that's on display. They actually had quite a bit, I believe, um, that was in the, the front office and lobby area. Oh, it's amazing. They were still trying to, when I was there, still trying to figure out uh, how to best display it. Okay. But yeah, they had quite a bit, and it was, again, it Seems it was like you could publicize that. And oh, yeah. Draw they were people. proud that they had it, and they yeah. kind of felt like they were taking on the uh you know the torch for mm-hmm. the Houston Buffs. That's cool. Um but yeah, really interesting stuff, man. So anyways, in, in honor of of opening uh you know opening week for baseball, I thought that was a really cool little story. It's yeah. something I never knew about. Yeah. I didn't know that you could take the the roots of baseball in Texas back to the the Civil War. That's that's really crazy to think. Yeah, absolutely. Is that surprising to you? Uh, it is surprising to me. Um I uh I I kind of imagine baseball's been around since the beginning of a time scenario. Um, I don't know why, but it just feels like it's been around there forever. And what I believe is it was probably a game that they've actually known for a long time, and the kids just played it out in the yard. And to your point, it was what it was. But you get kids that play it, and then they grow up and continue to want to play it, and they get more competitive and good, and then it becomes formalized, which I think is kind of where we're going with this. It's the, really the, the formalization of that. Yes. And I think that like during the Civil War, they probably were playing it a little you know, before that, and those, those guys are out there, and they're wanting to blow off some, st- some steam. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you know, pick up basketball or anything else. Like You're just going to go out there and get your team, and let's go play. Right. And then, but to see that evolve and then become the Houston Buffalo and that, like, to me, that's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cool. I think the, to me, the, to your point, it's a fairly simple game. It seems like to be able to just, all you need is a stick and a ball. Right. right. And then you can have a pickup game and you got your buddies and, and it's something that's, that's inexpensive to kind of get into and to do on your downtime. The most interesting thing to me is the proliferation of baseball by uh, northern soldiers who come down to help kind of rebuild and that whole intertwining of some really bad times for the country yeah right and if the state was involved with, with, with that was involved in obviously um, that to me is really 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 cool to see how how that all is married together and how it in a way helped baseball really become more popular down here in the States and gain some traction and then ultimately become what it was. So, All right, well, let's hope that this season is better than what we laid out at the beginning for both pro teams. I'd like to see one of the teams doing better, the teams th- doing better. better than what they expect to do. Right. I, I definitely i am so thankful. And also, by the way, the Rangers uh, are opening up 100%. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah, Listen, Governor Abbott. I want to go up there. I want to check it out. It's Absolutely. a brand new stadium. I'm in. Yeah, that's got to be a road trip for sure this year. Yeah. yeah. So we support all the Texas teams. Um, 
Good talk. So I, you know this, I love this time of year. This is my favorite time of year, whether it's golf on Saturday and you, Sunday. You've been in hibernation. I've been in hibernation all winter. Right. Um, whether it's uh, college baseball is my favorite. Mm-hmm. You know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Major League Baseball, so on and so forth. This is the time of the year to get out and enjoy it. So let's do it. Yeah. Cheers. Absolutely. Cheers, brother. All right, friends, that's going to do it for this episode of the Texas Tales podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. If you'd like to keep up with us outside of the podcast, you can find us on Instagram at TXTalesPodcast, or you can visit our online store at www.independencetrailretail.com for all things Texas swag. I'm Ryan, and that's Tracy. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.